Just say you're in the hunt. Say you're, uh, say you're about like Baltimore right now at six and five. Okay. Would you bring Joe Burrow back then? Yes. Why? Because. <laughs> so you're you're gonna tell me that you're gonna re- you're gonna rush his pro- help you're gonna rush his rehab. No, back. no, that's saying you said at the beginning of that if he's ready. Welcome to the Power Trip Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Powers. Alongside me, my brother, Cody Powers. How's it going? On this podcast, we'll be talking about a variety of sports. Football, basketball, baseball. Heck, we might even throw NASCAR in there. So stick with us, and we hope you enjoy. Today, uh, I, I just want to get right to it. Uh, we are uh, we are from Kentucky, so you might hear a lot of about Kentucky basketball, Kentucky football, um, things of that nature. But I, I do want to start off today uh, talking about this Kentucky men's basketball team right now. So they fall Sunday <clears throat> to one and three. First time since 2001, or 2000, 2001, uh, back when they had, like, Saul Smith. And that team actually went on to win the SEC regular season championship and the SEC tournament championship. But this team, I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm legitimately trying to figure out because, number one, they have nobody that can shoot the ball on, on, on a consistent basis. You've got, you had Terrence Clark who came up and, and was consistent um, against Georgia Tech. But a lot of these other guys, like Olivier Saar, you know, he was he was a no-show on Sunday. Um, B.J. Boston got fouled, or got in foul trouble. So, that... Uh, something's got to change there. They, they they really need somebody to step up, uh, so to speak, and become a leader. I mean, just that's what it boils down to. Well, uh, I always thought that it was it was Kentucky is is known for being like the one of those freshman one and done schools, and I feel like that's a big factor in Kentucky's plan. It's just we don't we we have new guys rotating in every year, and we can't we can't get a consistent rhythm going. Well, but it's not it's not that it's it's you can't you can't blame the one and done system because this has been a trend for I mean this, everybody knew when Calipari got hired as the UK men's basketball coach they knew what they were going to get they were going to get the one and duns you know. As soon as he as soon as he took the job, DeMarcus Cousins signed with Kentucky. John Wall signed with Kentucky. So it's not it's it, it it's not the one and done thing. I, I'm 
I mean, that that's not an excuse because we knew we knew how Cal recruited coming in. It's with with this team though, it's lack of toughness and a lack and and turning the ball over. You can't. I mean, just just the game alone. Okay, let's let's look at some some stats here. All right, a season total turnovers alone. Okay, and this is. This is from our starting point guard. This is from Kentucky starting point guard, Devin Askew, which I'm going to get to him in a second as far as – I'm going to get to that topic of, as far as their point guards. Devin Askew on the season has 13 total turnovers. 13 total turnovers. Excuse me, that's a, that's a tongue twister. You Number one, this guy shouldn't even be playing in college basketball right now. He reclassed. He's supposed to be a senior in high school, and it's starting to show. Now you've so he's got really young. Yes, you've now you've got those ones like Ashton Hagens. Ashton Hagens re- reclassed. Great point guard at Kentucky. Well, I wouldn't say great, but a, but a, but a good point guard. Now, if he would have stayed one more year, I believe he would have been one of the best point guards at Kentucky, by far. You've got another guy, uh, Kyra Lewis. That played at Alabama. He reclassed. Played two years. Now in the NBA. He was another exception. So are but players they, are players like finding ways to Well what it is what it is is that these players are are being a they're they're able to to reclass as juniors and become seniors in high school so that way they can become they can go ahead and get a jump. And go ahead and play college basketball. Trying to jump into the career. Yes. Yeah. But 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 if you're Devin Askew and you're turning the ball, or even forget Devin Askew, if you're John Calipari and your starting point guard has turned the ball over 13 times and he's only averaging, you know, he's only averaging six seven points per game. As a point guard? Something. But not only that, he's only averaging two assists a game. So he's not doing, like, any movement or anything at all. Like, he's – that doesn't – why would as you a start? Po- as a point guard, number one, you can't turn the ball over. And and Davion Mintz, the transfer from Creighton, he's not been doing – he's really not been playing much better. I mean, he's he's got seven – he's got seven turnovers on the year. You know? Yeah. His his assist per game, uh, let's see his assist per game, two point eight per game, and that's that's across the board, and that's a lot of that's a lot of I mean he's he's leading in assist right now, with two point eight per game. He's leading in assist. He's, le- with he's two- leading with two point eight a game. But also, you know, this team Cal said this would this would probably be probably be. His best defensive team he's he's had. Now, yes, they are long. They are long. To me, the best defensive team he's ever had was the 2015 team when they went on with 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 Carl Towns and and Willie and 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 the Harrison Twins and and, and that group. Yeah, that was, but, but, that was a but, good team. But this, I don't know how you fix. I, I really don't. I I really do not know how you fix this team. I mean, he's. Cal come out and said yesterday that that he's starting to 
uh, a quote-unquote in-season camp, which means they're going they're they're going three a days. He's, they're going to be practicing three times a day. And the main he said the two main things they're going to focus on is which is what I said that they like in toughness because they they I mean Moses Wright dominated them in the in the paint last game. They're going to focus on toughness and they're going to focus on turnovers. Because this team has got to figure out how to not I mean it was it was it was literally like watching a high school basketball team. It was like watching, you know, high schoolers go out there and and turn the ball over. I mean, they were when the, there was plenty of passes where Kentucky would pass it and it would just bounce off their teammate's foot. And then what would happen? Georgia Tech would grab it, take it down the court, lay it up, score. So, well, can you blame that on Cal though? If it's if it's comes down to who you're playing, like if he doesn't have players that are, it, that comes down to the players' abilities. No, Th- this team is talented. Okay. Yeah. This team is talented, and I think I think yes, they will. Cal will get it fixed. But number one, he's got to figure out a point guard. He's got to figure out who who he's going to play a point guard. I mean, I don't know if you switch Terrence Clark over to that position. I don't think you can switch Brandon Boston to that position. I, I think Brandon Boston's more of a, a, a shooter. Now, Terrence Clark's the same way. He he's he's a catch and shoot type of guy. So I don't know if you if, if you move him to that. <clears throat> but I mean, I, I would just to me personally, I would sit De- Damian Mintz down in my office. I'd say, look, dude, you're gonna be the guy. You're gonna be the you're gonna be the floor general to bring the ball up. And to set this offense up, but I need you to get your head right. And a lot of it is, and and this season, I mean, this season's going to be hard because with with the coronavirus and 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 you know no fans. A lot of times, you know, I, I do think that's going to play an effect on them. And and I and I think this team is going to have uh, a less connection with BBN. Yeah, because. You know, you look at years past, okay, a lot of these teams, they've gotten to experience Big Blue Madness with fans. This team didn't. You know, they got to, to experience the catwalks. and That was and, a big thing. And the, and the red, and the blue carpet and, and you know, being able to come into Rupp Arena with, with, with 20-some thousand fans in there. And... and- and, and Kentucky's known. Rupp Arena's known for that fan base that that they can that they carry through. Right, and and, and, and and you know, so I think this team, like I said, this team's going to be the had the less connection to 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 the fan base and to Kentucky as as a whole. But well, I'm looking we'll see, at stats. We'll I'm see how this. We'll see how the season turns out. But you know, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this. Um, but it, I mean, it is something I did want to I did want to talk about because, you know, how I, the question is how do you fix it? I mean, what what do you do? How do you you know how do you limit? How do you get the guys to limit turnovers and 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 you know to come in like I mean they literally came in Sunday and you could tell Georgia Tech was ready to go and our guys just Kentucky just didn't they didn't look like they was ready to go at all. But moving on, <clears throat> uh. 
I want to move on to the NFL now. So, we kind of talked last week, me and, me and Cody did. We kind of made our own little predictions. Um, I, I did fairly okay on mine. Did fairly okay. Uh, I got a few wrong, but that's okay. Uh, <clears throat> I want to start off with last night's game. Uh, Washington taking on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh suffers its first loss of the year. My question is, can Pittsburgh win without a running game? I don't. And I think it was proven last night. I think it was proven last night without James Conner. And I like Benny Snell. He's a Kentucky guy. I like Benny Snell. But I, I think it's proven now that I don't think Benny Snell is going to be the guy. You know, I think I think Benny Snell is good as far as um, I think he's good as far as like a third and short, fourth and short, goal line situation. But I just I don't I don't think he's he's your guy that you're gonna you know you're gonna rely on. So how do you think this will affect their the rest of their season coming coming off of that well, big I've, streak and now hitting I, that loss? I don't Eventually, think you know that has to. I don't. I, I think them. they'll they'll be fine. I mean they'll they'll be they'll be fine. I, I'm not worried about Pittsburgh and how how they're gonna fall. I don't think they're gonna fall off. I, I still think they're going to be tough. Um, like I said, I mean, you know, uh, Benny, he, he rushed the ball eight times for five yards. Um, you know, James Conner, um, I think I think he'll be back. Hopefully, I think, I don't know when he'll be back. <laughs> I really don't. But Saints. I think, I, I, feel, I feel like Pittsburgh is still going to be a contender. Um, yeah. As far as as a Super Bowl, uh, I think they're still one of the teams to beat in the AFC. I, I if if you ask me, there are, um, I would say there's there's three, maybe four teams in the AFC that are you know guys you have that 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 are going to have to get knocked out early in order for for teams to to have a chance. And not know? and not to not to keep going back, but what you said about Benny Snell. That is a big thing for the Steelers is their run game. And I feel like teams teams are going to be able to see that with this last game with with that run game being uh how it was. Well, and and I don't I, I, and again, I'm not concerned about that. I think look, Mike Tomlin is a good coach. And I and I believe he's going to make adjustments to say, "All right, okay, you know, this is what we're going to have to do." You know, I'm I'm not I'm not worried about Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is is going to be just fine. Um, again, though, I, I I still believe you're going to have, um, I still believe you're going to have three teams that you're going to have to dethrone early in the AFC if you want to have a chance, and that's Pittsburgh, Kansas City, and especially Buffalo. After watching them last night, yeah, I Buffalo mean, got a big Buffalo big is win. that 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 team. Since the the Arizona game, I mean they 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 are playing with a chip on their shoulder, and you know we'll see how they do in the playoffs. Uh, as of right now, they would have to play the Dolphins in the playoffs, and you know that that game right there, you know they've already beaten them once this year, but it's hard. I'm telling you, it's hard to beat a team three times. It's hard to beat a three, team three times. So, 
Saints we'll come off goes. of a Saints are coming off of a big win uh, this week. They beat the Falcons twenty-one to sixteen. Oh, I almost forgot. Hill scores his first career touchdown in his in in his NFL career. First first NFL touchdown. Mark my words. If the Saints can pull off a Super Bowl this year, Taysom Hill will be the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints next year. Do you think so? Do you think they would count out Breeze? I'm saying if they win a Super Bowl, because Breeze, Breeze will retire. Oh, yeah, that's true. Breeze will retire. Well, it's always it's always an awkward situation, I feel like, when when a team goes to the Super Bowl with the backup quarterback. Well, well, like but, the but Eagle, t- remember the Eagles situation when uh, uh, Wentz was out and Foles took over? And then, like, after that season, it, it just it made – Well, and I'm going to get to Carson Wentz here in just a minute because – Obviously, he was benched, and Jalen Hurts come in, and, and I want to get to him in just a second. But but to New Orleans, New Orleans, look what happened last year. Drew Brees got hurt last year and was out five games. Teddy Bridgewater comes in. They went 5-0 and with Teddy Bridgewater. Okay? This season, Drew Brees gets hurt. Taysom Hill comes in. They're undefeated with Taysom Hill right now. So, you've got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. As far as to Sean Payton and that that New Orleans Saints staff, because they they haven't really changed their offense, but they've adjusted to and, to the quarterback at hand. And two, they're they're one of those teams, one of those few select teams in the NFL right now that have a decent backup quarterback. There's there's what? Oh, Taysom Hill's not decent. He's he's good. There's so many teams in the NFL right now that whether it's from COVID or injuries. Not having a quarterback is such a big factor in their games because they don't have a backup. Oh, and and I agree. I mean, and look, Taysom Hill, if he wasn't with New Orleans, he'd be the starting quarterback of, say, Dallas, Detroit, Jacksonville, you know, I mean, New York, the Jets. He, Taysom Hill, someday, whether it's with New Orleans or somewhere else, will have a starting job. And I think he has proven that this season after what he's been doing. He he because a lot of people's like, oh well, he's just known as a as a as a runner. But I think he's proven through this season and, and these little bit of games that hey, this guy can pass the ball too. This guy can make plays. And that's what you want in a modern day NFL and, and football, that's what you want. You want a mobile, a guy who can who can get out of the pocket, make plays like Deshaun Watson. Well, that's what I was about to say. Was in this day and age of NFL, you don't want a you don't want a classic pass the ball quarterback. You you want a quarterback that can be mobile and scramble out of the pocket and move right. around. Because I mean, these, I mean, look, I know guy, I know people that that like just straight pocket passers. Don't get me wrong. My favorite NFL quarterback of all time. That's what he was, Peyton Manning. That's what he was. But, I mean, nowadays, I mean, you do. Because I've watched, I mean, I watched the Colts this past weekend. And and Phillip Rivers is 39 years old. And, I mean, that guy is non-mobile. When I say non-mobile, he is non-mobile. Well, he, that, how old is he again? He's 39 with nine kids. What? Nine kids, yeah. That's an expensive Christmas. But yeah. he's he's making a lot of money, so he don't have to worry about it. But New but New Orleans, uh, they did they did clinch a playoff berth along with Kansas City this weekend. 
as Kansas City defeated the Broncos. Uh, the Colts took down Houston, uh, <clears throat> and I and I want to talk. I want to talk about that real quick. Why is it so? So the NFL MVP award, the MVP stands for what? Most valuable player. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How is it fair that the most valuable player? Now I I, I can kind of see this, and I can't, and but uh, then again I can't. So the most valuable player award, the three candidates right now for MVP are Derrick Henry, Patrick Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers. Why is so all three of those those teams are winning, right? Yeah. Why why should Deshaun Watson not be considered in that? Now, I get his team is not have they, they do not have a winning record. Well, I get, if, I if you're gonna that. say that, if you're gonna say that, then why isn't Joe Burrow in the runnings? I mean it's it, it I, I but Joe like Burrow's but Joe Burrow's hurt right now. That's a different situation. Joe Burrow I, well, is hurt. Yeah, Joe that's Burrow's true. Hurt. But, but I'm talking I'm talking about Deshaun. So Deshaun Watson, okay, is putting up numbers right now, the same as Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, pretty much. But get this, he ain't got no weapons, okay? Yeah. They they traded DeAndre Hopkins. They let go Kenny Stills, which Still blows my mind. And then you've got their best wide receiver, Will Fuller, who's suspended for six games for, for PED use. Okay? The only wide receiver that they have that's even close to relevant is Brandon Cooks. So, my opinion, if, the, if you're going to award somebody most valuable player in the entire league, Shouldn't it be across the entire league and not just the winning teams? Yeah, because, I mean, that's that's a big thing. I feel like they go off of stats when it comes to that stuff. But I, I agree with you. It should, it should, it should it, I mean, it should be league wide if it's if it's the most because, valuable. Player I mean, I mean, seriously, look what he look what Deshaun Watson is doing the last few games. They were on a four game win streak before before Indianapolis. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It it just blows my mind, and I, I just. I feel like well, everyone is still counting out the Colts. You guys are eight and four right now. Y'all are y'all have y'all are y'all are have a decent record, and you're still playoff contending. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Well, I think I think the Tennessee game hurt Indianapolis a little bit, yeah. if not quite a bit, because you know if if you could have swept any Tennessee, they would have clinched the division. There's there's no doubt that that. Indianapolis would have clinched that division. Now, the Titans, you know, did lose this past weekend to Cleveland, um, which did help Indy. But, you know, they're, they're going to have to have the Titans lose, you know, a couple more games. Now, the Titans do play the Jaguars this week. They do have the Lions coming up. They play at Green Bay, and they play at Houston. So, I do think, I do think that... I'm going to predict that Tennessee loses two of those games. I, I think they'll I think they'll lose to Green Bay, and I think they'll lose to to Houston. So that could be in the Colts' favor. But also, too, the Colts also have the Raiders, which the Raiders have been playing terrible. I mean, they they about got beat by the Jets this week, and then they've also got Houston again, who again. If I'm a Colts fan, and I'm telling you right now, I if I'm Indianapolis, I I 
I don't want to play Houston again. Yeah. Because Houston, I mean, they, they, they gave them all they could handle. And then they turn around. They you got Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. So, I mean, Indianapolis has got a tough road ahead. Um, do I think they'll pull things out? I do. I think they will. Um, again, they're going to need a little help. They're going to need Baltimore to lose. They're going to need uh, New England right now is <laughs> is kind of creeping up in the picture. Um, they're going to need Tennessee to lose, you know, Miami. Um, so they're going to need a little help. But I think – I do think that they will um, – I think they will get past it. Uh, so I've got I've got some shocking information that that happened this week that you may not you may have skipped over. Um, it's really shocking, and uh, I'm truly devastated by it. The Bengals lost. Um, oh, that is shocking. We we lost. Yeah, that's shocking. Uh, we lost to the to the Dolphins, nineteen to to seven. Mm-hmm. Um, to a to a time. It's, it, it was a crazy, crazy shocking <laughs> event. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm a Bengals fan, and it's, it doesn't get easy. Uh, yeah. So Miami, Miami defeated Cincinnati 19 to seven. Um, hey, Kentucky, well, Kentucky's old players got some playing time. Had had a, caught every, every target he, he was uh, he was attempted. He uh, we he we talked it. about this last Lynn week. Bowden. We talked about this last week, but Cincinnati's biggest problem, and, and I'm going to go on a little rant about my team for a minute. Cincinnati's biggest problem is we don't have an O-line. If we had an offensive line, because we have Joe Burrow, we have weapons, we got Joe Mixon, Ross. Here's my, here's, my, here's my question. If you're the head coach, even the GM of the Cincinnati Bengals right now, yep. at, no matter what your record is, or, well, let's just do this. If... If you're not in playoff contention, you say you have about the same record as this year. Okay. And Joe Burrow is ready to go at the end of the year. Do you do you risk bringing him back? No. Okay. Not if we're not playoff. What if? What if? Because I mean, Cincinnati didn't play terrible this past weekend. Well, that's the thing. All say, of our games. All hold of on. Our games hold on. Are... Let me ask my question. Okay. Go ahead. If you guys are in playoff contention, say you're in the hunt. Say you're. Uh, say you're about like Baltimore right now at six and five. Okay. Would you bring Joe Burrow back then? Yes. Why? Because. So if, you're you're gonna tell me that you're gonna re, you're gonna rush his pro, health you're gonna rush his rehab? Back. No, no. That's saying you said at the beginning of that if he's ready, if he is fully capable, ready to come back, then yes, I bring him back for playoffs. But if we're not playoff contenders, what's the point in bringing him back and risking him getting hurt? You want my opinion? What? I'd sit him out all year, no matter what. Why? Because I would rather... Because look what the Colts done to Andrew Luck. Yeah, that is true. Because Andrew Luck He never came fully back, recovered. And he was not ready. He was not ready to come back. And now, seven years later, <laughs> he's not even playing. Yeah. So, I, I think you... Because th- Joe Burrow took... Some significant. Uh, he yeah. he he's got a, a really bad. He, he he tore his ACLs, MCL, and he has a other ligament damage in his knee. He did have successful surgery last week, which is which is great news. But I, I mean, you had this conversation at the beginning of the season. If, we if, we said Joe Burrow, it, and I think you're the first person that said it. You said if 
they did not, if Cincinnati did not get protectors, Joe Burrow would be injured. Cincinnati, yeah. I mean, that's their biggest problem. I think, and, and here's my my opinion, I think you trade A.J. Green. Because yeah. A.J. Green's not, I mean, he's not giving you the numbers he used to. I think you trade A.J. Green and Let me pull up go, his. I think you trade him for whether it's draft picks and you go out and you build yourself an offensive line. Yeah, I mean. You build yourself an offensive line. Then after you build, after you get a, because this is what Indy does. You build an offensive line, get a strong offensive line for your quarterback. Because Joe Burrow is, is, I mean, it's obvious, he is going to be the quarterback of the future for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. I think you, if they can do that, then you can kind of put plug in your pieces at, at on your defense. Plug in, you know, go out and get some weapons on at wide receiver. And I don't think I don't think AJ Green wants to be at Cincinnati anymore. Just the I way think, the way that he plays. I feel like he would. I, I feel like he'd be happier, say, in whether it's Seattle, um, whether it's Dallas, you know, somebody who. Okay, like like AJ Green, this year. I just I I I, I feel like I feel like you you can get a pretty high draft pick from somebody. For for I mean, because he's just the thing about players nowadays too. I mean, if they're not happy, they're not going to produce. Well, out of I mean, his, that's just he's only played. AJ line. Green's played twelve games this, this season, and out of those twelve games, he's put up three hundred fifty-seven yards. Right, and and I think there's a stat. Um, check it. I think it was back in two thousand. 18, I think he played in less games and put up way more. And put up, like he's not put putting, more he's not. It, I'm not saying AJ Green is not a good player. I'm saying he is not. He's not putting up numbers that we can't afford to lose. We can afford to lose AJ Green and still have and still have uh, and still have weapons. We got Tyler Boyd, T Higgins. I mean, like Ross the Third has been going off. And and we we just I feel like we trade AJ Green even if it like you said even if it's just for a few draft picks to get an O line because once we get an if you, if you look at Cincinnati's plays in the past season Joe Burrow had two three seconds tops before there was defenders in his face and everyone was everyone was going on Twitter and stuff saying well, why doesn't Joe Burrow mobile why isn't he being mobile like he was in college he can't be mobile because there's people in his face after two seconds. He can't move. He can't do anything, and it, it's fr- it's been a frustrating frustrating season. And it, it has been, and, and I want to I want to move on because yeah. I want to get to some other games. Yeah, I feel um, like because because this is a I mean we can go on and on about about Joe Burrow and the, and the Bengals, but yeah. Um, but I want to get on to some other game. Another I I said it earlier. I want to get to this. So Carson Wentz was benched um, against the Packers. And Jalen Hurts came in. Jalen Hurts converted on two fourth downs, scored, uh, brought and brought him back. Uh, at one point, the Eagles were actually only down uh, by, by a touchdown. So my question is: Is Carson Wentz is the Carson Wentz era done in Philadelphia, and is it time to move on from Carson Wentz? Well, his his rookie season wasn't. I mean, he he suffered an injury. Uh, still won the Super Bowl, but 
I don't know. I don't know if you would say that. I don't. I don't. You think want my opinion? I don't think he's done with Philadelphia, but I think, I think I, Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia is gonna. I think in the next couple of seasons. Do you want my opinion? What? I think you benching. You keep him bench, and you go with Jalen Hurts. Well, no, that's what I'm. What I was about to say was, I think I don't think Wentz is done with Philadelphia, but I feel like Philadelphia is gonna start um, experimenting with with. Other options. I think I think Jalen Hurts with that Doug Peterson offense. I think it. I think Jalen Hurts, if 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 he has the right right coaches and the right right staff to work with him, I do. I've, I've said this when he was at Alabama. I said Jalen Hurts is he's you know, and especially with Kyler Murray, I I don't think Jalen Hurts is a bad quarterback, or else no, he would, no, or else Philadelphia wouldn't have drafted he's him. A, he's a in the first really round. decent quarterback. So. I, I do. I, I believe I think I think the, the Carson Wentz era is done. I think they do need to move on to because I mean look what I mean, honestly, what has Carson Wentz done for him? Hey, Carson really, Wentz yeah. did not win them that Super Bowl. Yeah, Nick Bowles. He didn't win them the Super Bowl. The 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 year right after, the Eagles made the playoffs with who? Nick Foles. So I mean and since he's been the starting guy, they they haven't they haven't produced. They've, they've been out of the spotlight. So since I think. Come back I think and, yes, and I think yes. You you this change needed to happen a long time ago. I mean, Philadelphia is second to last place in the NFC right now. So, you know, with Dallas in last place. So, but hey, I'm this saying this on, right now because you, you were talking about playoffs predictions last week. Um, don't count out Buffalo yet. They're number one in the AFC East, and they're nine and three right now. But I, I've only watched like oh, I'm, three. I'm, of their I games. never, I never said that I counted them out. Oh, well, I said, I said, Buffalo. I said they were they were one of the top three contenders. But I do want to get to the NFC, the NFC East. Okay. So the NFC East race right now is really amped up, and it's really shocked me, especially over this past weekend, because you've got two teams that just came out of nowhere. And started playing football. Like, yeah. holy crap, where do these two guys come from? Washington now with They're five and seven. With 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 Alex Smith, they are now they've done one three in a row with Alex Smith at quarterback. Okay. They're on a three game winning streak. The New York Giants have won four in a row now. Don't count out either. And and the Giants and the Giants knocked off the Giants right now. I think are playing some of the best football you can imagine. Their defense really stepped up. I mean, their defense stepped up big this weekend against a probably one of the best offenses in the league with Seattle. Um, look, I I think it's going to be a tight race. Now let's see. I don't does do they do they got to play each other again? So they don't play each other again. So this is going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. I thought Colt McCoy played very well uh, this weekend for the Giants at quarterback. Daniel Jones obviously hurt. Uh, don't know. Don't know when he's going to be back. Let's see. See if we can figure that out here real quick. Uh, so they're looking to have him back by week fourteen, uh, which is next. Which is this coming week. Said uh, Joe Judge said Monday that he'll give Jones every opportunity to play week fourteen. Uh, he is battling a hamstring injury. If you're, I mean, do you come back with fourteen? I think, I think honestly, you really, you know, 
as well as, as he played. Now, they do have to play the Cardinals this week. So they're going to have to figure out a way to score points. Um, I, I don't think you beat the Cardinals just by scoring 17 points. But their defense did step up to, to, to Russell Wilson. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But it's going to be interesting down the stretch because, <clears throat> you know, Washington. Washington come out of nowhere. Washington's schedule is not any easier. They do still have the 49ers. Uh, they still have to play Seattle, and they do have to play Carolina. And they play at Philadelphia. So, I do think it's going to – that race right there is going to come down pretty pretty close. I think if if uh, if the Giants continue to, to – on their win streak, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm just – honestly, I'm shocked that uh, you're probably going to have somebody win more than six games in the NFC East this year, and I didn't think that was going to happen. They may not still. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. But uh, but don't uh, keep an eye on them too. Uh, that that's going to be a tight race. I I think Philadelphia and Dallas technically they are still in contention um, uh, to to win their conference or or excuse me win their division. But I I just again I don't see them. I just I just don't see it happening. Um. But uh, but yeah. So keep an eye on the Giants and and. The Washington football team. Um, I'll, something else I want to I want to talk about too. So let's move on from the NFL to college now. Back to college football. So Eddie Grand, uh, I told you guys we're going to be talking. You're going to hear a lot about Kentucky athletics as well. So Kentucky football, which I know uh, has been has been down this year, um, but honestly, they wrap things up. And I, besides the offense this year, I thought, I thought they had a pretty good year. You look at this team, and in a twelve game where where they have a few non conference games, I think this team goes. I think they go eight and four this year. I really do. I I think they could they could have went eight and four. Um, I I think you know getting some of them non conference games, and it just shows you how important those those little non-conference games are against teams like Toledo or or Eastern Michigan, you know, things like that. Um, But uh, I think that, you know, if they would have had those games, do I think they beat Ole Miss? Yes. Do I think they would have beaten, which Ole Miss wouldn't have been on the schedule, but uh, do I think they would have beaten uh, Missouri? Yes, I do. I think they would have gotten their offense kind of more in rhythm, um, which Sunday they did fire uh, their offensive coordinator, Eddie Graham, and their quarterback coach, Darren Henshaw. Uh, they are, which a, a lot of people seen that coming. We kind of already knew it was going to happen. Um, so do but, you think that will affect uh, the the players this coming up week as they're still looking for – Well, Kentucky, Kentucky's – their their season regular season they're done. Okay. So they do have the bowl game. I don't expect them to make a hire until I would say probably their bowl game. What bowls do they end up there. in? So as of right now, I think the two bowls. Um, and this is from Matt Jones at Kentucky Sports Radio. He said they're about ninety percent sure. He says he's about ninety percent sure that um Kentucky and this is coming from Kentucky that uh. They are either going to go to the Music City Bowl in Nashville or uh, they will play in the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. If you want my opinion, 
I'd go to Memphis because that's a game that you can go ahead and knock out. You don't have to go back to it for another three years. I'd get it knocked out this year because, I mean, really, like, who wants to go, you know, Liberty Bowl is just not an attractive bowl to go to Yeah. when, you know, social distancing and all that's going on. Or, you know, I, I, I – when all that's not going on, you know that I, I'm I'm sorry. I just the Liberty Bowl would not be an attractive bowl to me. So while we're on a while we're on college football, did you see this? Which I'm sure you have because it's been all over the news. Did you see this uh, this historic kick? Oh, Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's another team too. Like so, they fired they fired their their head coach Derek Mason. Which I seen it, you know. I, honestly, I don't see how he stayed as long as he did. Yeah. But you know, they just had that monumental breakthrough. You know, you just you you bring on a female kicker, and and it was a good story. I I thought it was a good story and things. But you know, then they turn around and they fire him with right right before the season's done. You know, to me, I thought it was bad timing to fire him. I think he is a good, I think he is a good coach. I, I think he'll be a good uh, coordinator. Um, but I think he got kind of put, he got dealt a, a really bad hand because look what James Franklin done while he was at Vandy for three years. I mean, that's a pretty high expectation, especially for Vanderbilt. And you know, Derek Mason just he just couldn't. He couldn't get it done, you know, but I I don't know I I think it was I think it was just a, a bad situation overall with that with 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 Vandy's coaching, but um, but yeah so uh, but on to the college football playoff. Um, I'm trying to find these rankings real quick. So these ranking the new rankings come out tonight actually. Uh, do you so? I want to get your perspective. If you had to pick four teams right now to be in the college football playoff, in what order would they be, and who would it be? Well, I'll go on and say, so I think Alabama is going to have the number one spot. I, there, I just, I, I, I don't see, you know, yes, Kyle Trask has had a good year at Florida. I Iowa just, State has had a really good, really good season this year. They have, but I, I just don't, I don't see them with two losses getting in. I think Alabama will be the number one. Now, Ohio State. I believe. I, sadly, I think Ohio State will get in. Do I, I mean, think they're they five and zero? Oh, so they are, but they're cry, like they have can Man, they've canceled a lot of games. Yeah, that's true. They they have canceled well, a lot that, of games. Me and you talked because, about this last week. It sucks that like this season is just all over the place because some people's records are just gonna reflect some are some have benefited from it and some have uh, had a lot of had um disadvantages from the whole canceling games and whatnot but i feel like ohio state has benefited from it because they're five and oh but they've canceled tons yeah of but to me if it with with they knew going in this year there were going to be games canceled blah dee da da I think you had to have i think you should have set that this this is for the college football playoff now the big 10 did do this but for the college football playoff, I think you should have had to play a set amount of games in order to get in. What about Florida? So, 
So Florida and Alabama do play each other in the SEC championship coming up. Do I think, and, that, and that's what I was just talking about. I just, man, I just don't see, I don't see Florida beating Alabama. I mean, yes, Kyle Trask has had a wonderful year. But Florida's defense, I just, they're just not, I don't think they're, Florida's defense is, is that, they're just not that good. I mean, honestly, I don't think they're that good. And and I think Mac Jones is just going to have a day and, and Najee Harris is going to run all over them. So, I mean, no, I don't think Florida's going to – I I think Florida's going to be out. Um, you know, would I like to see two SEC teams get in? Yes, I, because I love the SEC. But in my opinion, a big game to watch is going to be the ACC championship because you're going to have – this year you're going to have Notre Dame and you're going to have Clemson. Clemson's one loss is to Notre Dame. Now, here's one thing I hope – and I, and I really hope the committee looks at this. If Clemson does beat Notre Dame, I believe that they should still put both teams in. Now, do you put – because as of right now um, – But would you put them as playing each other? Or would you – No, 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 no. So what I was going to say is, you know, I think right now Clemson is the number – I think they're number four right now. I think you move Clemson to the three spot, then say Ohio State wins out. Ohio State will probably get in if if they win out. Um, Ohio State will go to the two, but the, and and that'll put Clemson and Ohio State playing each other. But then, I think Notre Dame the farthest they drop is four. I think you still. I think if if, if Clemson beats Notre Dame, I still think because look at what Notre Dame has done this season. They they've had a tremendous year. I mean, it's hard to go even even in a in a regular schedule. It is hard to go ten and zero, especially in a conference that you don't play in. You know, the ACC was generous enough to allow Notre Dame to play in the ACC this year. Yeah, what was the what, so, what was the whole deal with that? So, are they just going to join so, the ACC now, or are they still are they still their own little independent? I think they'll still yeah they're still I think this season alone they they join the ACC just for them to play yeah I don't I don't see them you don't see them staying now now every other sport basketball and everything else they are in the ACC they do have an agreement with the ACC they have to play so many ACC games per year well I always so, always associated uh, Notre Dame with the ACC just because most a lot of their schedule was always ACC. Well, and, and ba- again, basketball and all that they are. Yeah, but you know, again, I, 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 with even with the regular schedule, I mean, I think Notre Dame they they've got a they really do they they've got one of the best teams they've had in a long time this year. I mean, they're they're absolutely just destroying teams right now. Um, there's so the many. only team, the only team I think that gave them fits was the, sad to say, but Louisville. Um, but <clears throat> I think uh, I, I think if again if 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 Notre Dame loses to Clemson, I, I still think both of them should be in. Um, but if say Clemson loses to Notre Dame, because Clemson's gonna have last game they didn't have Trevor Lawrence. They and if this game. They're gonna have Trevor Lawrence, and if they lose with Trevor Lawrence, I think I think you knock Clemson out. I think you put them out, and you, you know, I honestly, in my opinion, 
I would love to see two SEC teams in, like Texas A&M. Um, I think they would have a shot to get in. But, man, I really think you put Cincinnati over them. I mean, Cincinnati is – they are a fun team to watch. They are really a fun team to watch. And, and, I, and I do. I think you could put them up against anybody right now. And they would give – you know, they would give them a, a, a tough outing. Same with Coastal Carolina, you know. They had BYU travel, and they they literally only had like two th- like two or three days to prepare for BYU, and and BYU's they're they're a good squad this year, and for Coastal Carolina to to knock off BYU, you know, I think I think they deserve a, a at least a New Year's Bowl, New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah. So, but it's going to be interesting to see again the right the new rankings come out tonight on ESPN. Um, you know, we'll see, we'll see where a lot of these teams, a lot of these teams land because, um, you know, you had, uh, you did have, uh, BYU lose and, uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin lost to Indiana, uh, which has been a a really fun story to follow this season, uh, with Indiana football. We'll definitely talk about, uh, the new rankings in the next episode more than likely oh for sure for sure for sure so it's it's an interesting week weekend coming up uh you know you've got michigan michigan ohio state um that that's a you know that big rivalry uh alabama arkansas play each other arkansas is a team you know they're 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 a team that's that's really gritty they're they're starting to become a fun team to watch um we'll see how that that plays out Washington and Oregon, they play this uh, this Saturday at 4 o'clock. Indiana-Purdue uh, is always a fun game to watch. North Carolina-Miami, another uh, top 25 matchup to watch out for. Oklahoma State and Baylor, uh, they play at 7 on ESPNU on Saturday. LSU-Florida, uh, Saturday at 7. U- uh, USC and UCLA on ABC, they're the primetime slot this this week uh so so a lot of good college football games to watch uh in in week 15 and and to to try to wrap up this uh this college football season uh also the army navy game this saturday so that'll be uh that's always interesting in my in my opinion it's the best football game of the year because it's just nitty-gritty ground and pound football yeah and that's what i love Let's do some uh, – so we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, let's do some predictions before we go. Let's go to the NFL. Um, so let's start with tonight's game. Uh, who do you got tonight, Dallas or Baltimore? At Baltimore. At Baltimore. Are they having fans? I believe they're going to have – I know a lot uh, of people don't think I think that. they're going to have a very seldom, very few. I, the way – the way Dallas has been playing, I'm still I'm still gonna go Baltimore. I, I'm gonna go Baltimore just because. Yeah, I'm Dallas, going. Dallas I mean, Baltimore. Had, they've had a few. They've had a, a few good games in the past few weeks, but I still think Baltimore. I'm gonna go Baltimore. Gonna I think Baltimore blows them out. You know, they've had some struggles uh, over the last yeah over the last few weeks. Uh, you know, I I think they're gonna have Lamar back tonight. I think Baltimore is gonna. I think they'll. They'll be just fine tonight. So let's go to the Thursday night game: Patriots, Rams. Who you got? Oh, Rams. Uh, 
I got Rams. I'm, I'm fully confident in the Rams. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Rams as well. That's a Super Bowl uh, matchup from two years ago. Uh, lots changed <laughs> since that Super Bowl. Uh, Texans Bears. Real quick, who you got? Uh, Texans. What? Yeah, Texans. I'm gonna go with the Texans too. I think Deshaun Watson. You know, uh, I, I I think he's gonna come out and and the Bears got a now they've got a tough defense. You know, Khalil Mack back there, but uh, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Houston. Uh, Sunday's game, Dallas at Cincinnati. You know, I gotta go Cincinnati. You know, I I gotta root on the root on the the squad. We have, yeah, we I think had, dude since Joe Burrow since Joe Burrow got injured, we have not we've we've just yeah I, I I'm gonna go with Dallas on this one. <laughs> I'm I I think Dallas will get another win. Chiefs Dolphins, uh, pretty should be a pretty interesting matchup in Miami. I go Chiefs. Just because Patrick Mahomes has been balling out. Chiefs are a seven-point favorite. I think I would take that spread. I'm going to go Chiefs on that. Giants-Cardinals. That'll be a good game. Uh, I'm going to go. I'd go Giants. The way they've been playing. Really? The way they've been playing. Just just, just off of the way they've been playing, I'd go Giants. Cause they, they have been playing well. Uh, if they keep. It, well, I'll say it like this. If they play the way they did last week, then. I'll go Giants. I, I'm I'm gonna I've stuck with them a lot this season. I was wrong on them last week, but I'm not gonna be wrong this week. I'm going I'm going Arizona. Oh, we'll see. Uh, it's a two and a half. They're a two and a half favorite right now. I think they. I think that's about right. I think I think it'll be a close game. Vikings Bucks. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tampa Bay. I think Tampa yeah, Bay. They've had two weeks Bucks. off. I think Tampa Bay is gonna. They're gonna be ready to go. So I'm going Bucks, Broncos, Panthers, a uh, couple of, of uh, four and eight teams. Uh, they don't have the spread on here. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Carolina. Denver did pl- uh, they did play well against Kansas City uh, for a little while there, uh, but but I think Teddy Bridgewater he's just and Melvin Gorman I they're or excuse me uh, Robbie Anderson I I think. I think they're they're just too 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 powerful for. Yeah, for I'd go I'd go Carolina too. Um, let's see, Indianapolis at Las Vegas. Indianapolis is a three point favorite. I would go Indianapolis just because I, I don't think the Raiders have. I don't think they've had. They're two and three at home. Indianapolis is four and two on the road. I'm going Indianapolis. Uh, I just. It, look, Las Vegas has just not been playing well. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 they haven't. They haven't had it. They're not playing well at all. Um, I think they have a lot of problems that they need to get sorted out. Um, so I'm going. I'm going Indianapolis on this one. I think Philip Rivers and Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has been playing lights out um, for for the Colts, and he's a rookie. Uh, you know, four touchdowns on the year, 609 rushing yards right now. I think. I think he's he's going to have a big game. Uh, Jets Seahawks. Uh, I'm going Seahawks. Seahawks. I think yeah. the Jets fall to 0 13 on the season. Packers Lions. Packers are a seven and a half point favorite. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with the Packers. I just. I. I don't think. Uh, I just don't see the Lions pulling that out. Saints Eagles. Uh, I'm. Who? So that's gonna be an interesting game. Uh, because hey. 
Carson Wentz may not be a quarterback. Yeah, that's that. It, so, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what Philadelphia does. I'm I'm gonna pick the Saints by seven. Uh, Falcons Chargers. Uh, Chargers were eliminated from the playoff contention this week. Uh, I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna pick the Chargers this week. Really? I think they're gonna have a bounce back game. Yeah, I think you know they're gonna be at home uh, at SoFi Stadium. I think that they're going to have a bounce back game from from that ugly New England loss, and and I think uh, you know who knows Falcons may choke again. Washington versus the Forty Niners. That'll be a uh, that's a game. that's a four twenty five primetime slot for for Fox. Uh, that will be interesting. You know what I'm I'm going to stick with Washington. Yeah, I'm going to go Washington. I'm going to go. They've been playing. They've you know, been playing really I, good. I just I trust Alex Smith right now. You know, I mean. What a story that is for him to come back from that that gruesome injury, you know, almost having his leg amputated, and, and to come back and to play like he is. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the Washington football team. Uh, the Sunday night primetime game, Steelers Bills. Ooh, that would be <laughs> that'll be an interesting that'll be game. an interesting game. I, I'm still gonna stick with the Steelers though. I feel like the Steelers. I, the Bills have been playing really well. But I feel like the Steelers, they're going to have a lot of animosity right now. And I, and I just feel like i feel like the Steelers are going to, are going to trample them. I think, I, you know what? And this is for our good buddy Warren T. I'm going with Buffalo. Shout out Warren T. I'm going with Buffalo because Josh Allen right now, I'm telling you. Buffalo has been playing I'm a, very I'm a, good football. I'm a believer. Football. I'm a believer in Josh Allen now. They, I, I, I like what Buffalo went and done. They went and got another receiver. And Stephon Diggs, uh, they've got Cole Beasley. So you've got two powerful uh, receivers out there. Devin Singletary, he's been playing great the last couple games. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Buffalo on this one. I think the Steelers lose their second in a row, um, but I could be wrong. Buffalo is a two point favorite in that game, by the way. And then the Monday night to wrap things up: Ravens and Browns. Uh, I'm gonna, at Cleveland. Baltimore is a one-point favorite. I'm going to go Cleveland. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I think after this past weekend, what Cleveland did to Tennessee, yeah. I just I think I think Baker Mayfield is the real deal. I've liked Baker Mayfield ever since he's come out of Oklahoma. Um, I think he's you know he's just he's don't count out Baker. <laughs> yeah, Baker. I mean he just he just knows he's a guy that that can win. He knows how to win. And, I, you know, he's finally got the right staff on him. Uh, and I think I think they pull off the, the Monday night win. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up our uh, first episode. Um, if you guys don't care to rate the show on Apple Podcasts, it really helps get the shows out there. Um, go ahead and subscribe. Follow us on Spotify or anywhere you guys listen to podcast platforms. We're going to work on getting some visuals going soon. But, uh, yeah, like I said, this has been the first episode, so if you guys enjoyed, go ahead and follow us. And uh, and we'll try to do better next time. Yeah. This and is the Power Chip Sports Podcast. I'm Brian Powers. I'm Cody Powers. Have a good day. <laughs>